Welcome to the Commonwealth Cocktail Project. Hey, everybody. Welcome. I'm here with Justin Saida. Uh, he's killing it on TikTok, doing awesome home bartending, uh, cocktail mixology. I don't know. How would you describe your your TikTok flavor? <laughs> I wouldn't say uh, we're killing it, but um, we're trying our best. And it's basically just showing people what you can do at home, right? So a lot of people like to go to cocktail bars in whether whatever city you're from, and they read these recipes on the menu and they're so extravagant and crazy, but a lot of them actually aren't that hard. So I'm just showing people how to do proper things at home the easiest way possible. Yeah, and and your home is where? It's in the US where you're you're an American, I'm an American, but I live in Germany, where yep. are you? Yep, I'm definitely American and I live in Connecticut in a small town called Woodbury, which is basically uh, what people would consider the boondocks, like hillbilly, uh, hillbilly town. I mean, you're in a small town. You found you found TikTok or somebody else found TikTok for you? My wife found TikTok and I was always, she would always tell me like, oh, TikTok's funny, TikTok's funny. I was like, oh, I don't really want to watch that, any of that stuff. But she always thought it was hilarious and watched all these videos and she um, showed me uh, the bartending video and that's pretty much how it got started. It was all, it was all my wife's ideas none of my own because I was anti TikTok. You know, I had I already have an Instagram and Facebook, etc. So I didn't need another uh, social media platform. And and did your wife did your I mean, your wife isn't doing TikTok videos, right? It's she's filming you doing the TikTok no. video. Yeah. So my wife doesn't actually have videos on TikTok. She's just filming me doing our bar videos. Is she going to be upset or is she going to be OK writing your your success success on TikTok? Is she she happy being <laughs> your videographer? I think she's happy. I think maybe she wants a shout out though, because she doesn't get any of the credit for it, for doing the videos. And then uh, she posts all the fa- all the Instagram pictures and makes sure everything's spelled correctly. Because if, if it was up to me, everything would be spelled wrong, and I would, all the trolls would get on me for that. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so this week you posted. You you said it too in your TikTok, and I also don't know the correct pronunciation. You did a Ramos Gin Fizz and a Hurricane. Did she post the hurricane right. picture? She posted the hurricane picture i actually i think she actually took that picture some of the pictures i actually do take but she she took she uh posted the hurricane that was a good picture i'm not gonna lie like I was like, oh, that looks good. I she, want one of those. She, she actually wanted to pick another picture. I was like, oh, I don't know. This this one's looking right to me. So I, I usually have the last say, but uh, she definitely has a lot of input. Yeah, so it was, it's a total team effort, right? <laughs> yeah, yep. I, I could not do it without her. So so uh, you're, you're getting started. Did you already have the name Thirsty Whale on the other platforms? Or did you just kind of come up with it on, on TikTok and then spread it from there? My regular Instagram is just um, Justin Sida, so I never had Thirsty Whale of, of any other um, platforms. But my wife said, well, what's our name going to be? What's the name going to be for TikTok? And I'm like, oh, I don't know. It's got to be something whale because um, my, one of my nicknames is The Whale. I've, I lo- I like whales, and I just, I'm just i a big guy, and everyone, all my friends have uh, called me whale. And I'm like, it's got to be something whale. Whales are cool. People love whales. Looks good on a shirt, you know? And she's like, well, what about the Thirsty Whale? I'm like, all right, um, Thirsty Whale sounds good. So it's kind of uh, both our efforts combined to make the Thirsty Whale. And it sounds good. And you kind of have to think about um, not not that I'm ever going to open up a bar, but can you picture like a bar called the Thirsty Whale? So I, I could, and I think that would be a sweet name for a bar. So yeah, pretty no, much how especially that came like in a small town, right? In a small town, the Thirsty Whale, it's a local joint. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And so, and so have you ever been a bartender or been in like the bar industry or was this all just like 
you're like, listen, I love making cocktails at home. I'm going to go ahead and have, have it filmed. <laughs> yep. So I've never worked in a bar, never done anything in the bar. I'm actually a landscaper. And so I, I'm pretty much the complete opposite of being in uh, the restaurant industry. I pretty much fell for cocktails. I want to say two and a half years ago, I started, I started liking them. My, my friend Billy introduced me to them. And on our bachelor trip, we went to Portland, Maine. And there's a few uh, cocktail bars there, uh, Blythe and Burrow and Venus Fizz House. And that was pretty much my first taste of like proper cocktails at a cocktail bar. And it, it, it like blew my mind. And from there, I went to, you know, New York City and we started going to Boston to those cocktail bars, too. And then I picked up some books and here I am doing uh, TikTok videos. Yeah. And and was there a particular cocktail you started with that you were like, oh, oh, this is a game changer. I, I love this. I want to get into this. Good question. Um, a cocktail that blew my mind. I can't really pick one. A huge cocktail that stood out to me was the Mai Tai when I was uh, reading through the Smuggler's Code book. And just, just because the Mai Tai has been butchered so bad in the last, you know, whenever it was invented, last 50 years. And my what I always thought was a Mai Tai was completely different from like the original Mai Tai. The original Mai Tai has no no pineapple, no grenadine, no, you know, nothing crazy. It's just, uh, it's lime, orange curacao, and, you know, et cetera. So I, th- I think it's pretty cool that I, I like the history of cocktails too so the mic ties sticks out to me Awesome. And, and when you're, when you're going through, like it happened to me too, where I had, you know, I had a couple influential moments and then I moved on and I found bars and books that made a difference. What in your world were those books and those bars that you can kind of point to that caused you to want to learn more and then push it at home? So the, me and my wife, I think on our first anniversary, we went to New York city and we went to seven bars in uh, one night. And one of the bars was was Nightcap, which is the Death and Company sister bar. And that bartender suggested that I get the cocktail codex, Death and Company's cocktail codex. So I did. I actually bought it um, that week. And that that is hands down the best book for anyone that wants to learn because it shows you the five main drinks that all other drinks have stemmed off. And it shows you all the basics, template for drinks, if you want to make your own drinks. And every it just breaks down everything so simple that it kind of like it kind of blew my mind a little the the cocktail codex and um another book after the codex i fell in love with tiki drinks from the smuggler's code book which teaches you the history and how certain drinks are butchered like the mai tai people think this mai tai is like blue Cur- curacao and all this other stuff but the mai tai is way more simple than people think there's no crazy ingredients in it and the original mai tai is delicious you know so the death cocktail codex is my favorite and as far as tiki and like rum that kind of thing the smuggler's code is really good did you have a bar at home before this so in your videos right in your videos you have a very cool bar i like it a lot it's a very cool right. bar did you have any of that beforehand a little over two years ago my friend billy he was the one that started getting into like cocktails and stuff and i'm like all right whatever you know i didn't i didn't really care about that i didn't even like make cocktails it was not on my radar at all and he started building up this bar he you know getting all these bottles and i'm like i'm like you know what, billy i'm gonna get billy's big on whiskey so i'm gonna get more whiskey bottles than you and i'm gonna i'm gonna beat you <laughs> and get more bottles than you and he's like yeah whatever you're never you know he never thought i was gonna do it and i'm like all right i kept buying bottles bottles and in between that or sometime in that uh little era where i was just buying random bottles i didn't know what they were but 
then I started really like cocktails and um, I kind of forgot about beating Billy with his whiskey collection and I started you know getting rums and uh, Mari and different different uh, liqueurs you know green chartreuse what the heck is that you, you kind of learn about all these other things so it pretty much started from uh me trying to beat my friend Billy in his uh, whiskey collection. And from there, I just accumulated a, a bunch of bottles. I counted, and I think I have uh, I have around 140 now. I counted for this video. I don't always count my Oh, bottles. that's awesome. That's but, awesome. Um, yeah, thanks. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yep. I have 100, just about 140, and maybe a little more because I just got a few things. And basically, people are like, what's the basics? What should I get? And I always tell them, like, well, just go to the cocktail codex. It tell, tells you everything. And some drinks, you like, maybe you need three bottles of something maybe you need eight so just pick your drink you want to make go buy the bottles and then those bottles will come in handy for other recipes you know so you just it builds over time it took me two two years to get all these bottles i have now so yeah and and you don't right you don't use them in every cocktail so yeah you're gonna buy gin a lot potentially you're gonna yeah. buy uh some sort of scotch or something every every so often but in actuality a lot of the liqueurs you don't use very often right yeah exactly people comment like oh i, I have no self-control i don't know how you have that many bottles i'm like who really i mean are you chugging green chartreuse or are you <laughs> are you taking are you taking shots of like mr black coffee liqueur like you just need a quarter ounce of some of these things like absinthe like no one's no one's gonna maybe you are taking shots of absinthe i'm not but you know, <laughs> some of the, some of these things are just you take a little bit but i do have like my workhorses like um i like shinzano uh sweet vermouth i love campari i like forged gin appleton uh rum i love those so i have things that i go through quicker than others i was actually so so before we we did a prep and i asked you what i should make and you said a negroni and i or negroni however they say it and i did it i did make it and uh i was gonna ask you what sweet vermouth you used because and what gin you used because i do a i do a decent one but i'm convinced my sweet vermouth is is what's screwing it up. So what sweet vermouth do you use? I don't know, some random Italian one that I got. So so I live in Germany, like I've told you, but right. so I'm literally, I get an Italian wholesale market and I just go buy. <laughs> Just go buy sweet yeah. vermouth. And so I have no idea what I'm buying. And that's why I was going to say, oh, which one should I get? Because I can get pretty much anything. But <laughs> but I figured you right. might have an opinion. So I, I'm i not like a sweet vermouth expert, but I've had I've had some sweet vermouth. And I've had the uh, Antica one. And that one, people, a lot of bars rave on that one. I think it's a little it's a little overpowering. There's a ton of flavor in that one. I like, I call it Cinzano, but someone said it's uh, Shinzano. It's Cinzano vermouth rosso which okay. is um i just think that one's really versatile and i've made negronis with a few sweet vermouths and this one's always been the one that i'm like wow this negroni tastes really good so i always i stick with this one all right cool and it's pretty it's pretty inexpensive too all right cool and and so you've been doing the tiktok right i don't even know how you use it as a verb right <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you've been taking, you've been talking, right? And, and, and so yep, as you've been going on, um, what has been like the the best component and kind of the worst component as you've moved forward? I got to be honest, like for me, I love your videos. I think they're awesome. I love the, the shots your wife takes. I love how she edits it. I love your attitude in them. But like, what has been the reaction and what have you enjoyed and what have you been like, oh, screw this, I, I, I hate this part. The first video we made was a daiquiri and 
and it didn't get like crazy views or anything. And I, to me, TikTok was like, all right, a minute. I'm like, wow, I got to make a drink in a minute. So we did it all in like one take. We didn't do like little cutscenes, and we got some views. And then I did the zombie because I'm like, all right, I can take a spent lime and uh, put some overproof in it and then do the cinnamon dash while the the lime is on fire and people are going like that it's gimmicky but it's still a really good drink because yeah, I, yeah. I hate gimmicky stuff i like <laughs> i only like it if it's still a good drink you know and that zombie the zombies are a good drink and that that like kind of to me that blew up we got like like seventy thousand views in one day and i'm Holy like wow cow, that's I'm amazing like, i didn't yeah i'm like i didn't expect to get like anything you right like a thousand views i was like wow a thousand people like give give a crap about this so i i like the when people comment and they're like i'm learning a lot like wow these are really um interesting i didn't know this the mai tai the mai tai has like seven hundred thousand views now which isn't crazy in the scheme of tiktok because stupid stuff gets like 10 million views but you said but, seven hundred thousand, uh, right yeah so seven hundred thousand views on the mai tai now which is like a, a month old that was one of the first ones we did so i i mean the like i said the mai tai has been butchered so bad that okay now seven hundred thousand people know the proper way to do mai tai and it's pretty easy yeah no 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 i'm with you i'm with you i Again, like I said, you you've been doing it. What what has been your positive experience and your negative experience with it, right? Because you know what you like, you know yeah. how to make what you like, and has that translated into some negative and lots of positive, or some positive and lots of negative? So I want to say ninety percent of like the comments are positive. People are like, "Wow, this is awesome! You're hilarious!" Blah blah blah. And I didn't. I, I didn't think anyone would give like care, you know? So I think it's really cool that there's all these positive comments. Someone just commented uh, yesterday, like, oh, I just had an argument with my mom and I, I came to watch all your videos and they cheered me up. I'm like, they're like, I don't know if that's being over dramatic. I'm like, oh, it's a little dramatic, but I'm like, great, that's cool. <laughs> Yeah. And the only negative is just some comments, like like I did like the clear ice video, right? And um, that was a good video, by the way. I like that you stuck it in the cooler yeah. and you stuck it in the fr freezer. That was awesome. Yeah. So a lot of people were asking, like, how do you make your clear ice? How do you make your clear ice? And my wife, my wife's like, you got to make the video. You got to make the video. And I'm like, ah, I'm like, I don't feel like making that video, but I did, <laughs> and it's it's doing it's doing pretty well. But everyone's like, oh, these trolls. I, sh I shout out to the trolls all the time, and they're like, I don't think you know what a troll is because if you boil water uh, and put it in your ice mold, it, it does the same thing. And I'm like, you guys are trolls because that doesn't work. Like, you don't think I've, I haven't tried to boil water and then put it in an ice mold before? From YouTube, I, I found like the cooler trick and it, it works perfect. But boiling water and putting an ice tray doesn't work. Like everyone's suddenly like a scientist. They're saying use reverse uh, reverse osmosis and all this, all this crap. And then um, I just get just the negative comments. Yeah. That's the only like the bummer sometimes, but I don't get bummed out. I, I usually comment back to them. And Would you say there's always so, like <laughs> eventually there's a nugget, maybe a nugget in it? Like, like you're like, oh man, oh wait, this, oh, I will go check that out. It's a nugget. But cause, cause like you said, you went to YouTube and found that. I gotta be honest, that cooler trick is amazing. I don't actually have enough. I have a European fridge, so I don't have a freezer. I don't have enough room to do it. Right. <laughs> yeah, not everyone does, even my my brother was like my cooler is pretty small I'm like, mine's pretty small too but yeah, no, I loved it. I love that video. I love that you were like, you took it out and it was like only partially frozen. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 People were probably tripping on that, but, um, a lot of people ask for, how do you do your clear ice? And then a lot of them are like, Oh, by the time you, that's so much work for a drink i'm like i'm like you fill up a cooler full of water and you put it in your fridge and then you just take it out and then 
cut it up however you want. You don't have to cut it up in the perfect squares. You can use an ice pick, whatever. I'm like, it's not that much work, but people people just want to hate just to hate. Yeah. You know? yeah. So and a lot of people a lot of people ask, well, what's the point? What's the point in clear ice? And my thing is, when I make drinks at home, I want to make them just as good as a professional cocktail bar would, right? Like my favorite bars are in New York City, etc. And clear ice when you when you drink a drink what do you do what's the first thing you do you look at it right so your brain looks amazing look at this ice so you're already like almost tricked into thinking this drink's gonna be delicious and like for some drinks like an old-fashioned i like using a clear large block believed like clear ice is a little bit harder there's no impurities it won't melt as fast a block is good for uh, an old-fashioned style drink because it won't dilute and it'll keep your drink cold so a lot of people um ask that and a lot of them appreciated the just a little bit of information I comment back. No, I mean, you're 100% right. I've been in the restaurant industry. I've worked for really high-end chefs and they always say the first thing you do is eat with your eyes, right? Right. So in this case, we're drinking then, with our eyes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, drinking with your eyes. And then people, not everyone knows about like, say with an old fashioned, like an orange peel or in the Negroni orange peel. Not everyone knows like what the orange peel is for. And then, you know, we know they expresses the oils and then you wipe the orange peel around the rim because it gets on your hands when you pick up the glass and you get that that orange citrusy aroma on your fingers and when you smell when you smell a drink it it brings a whole lot to um to the beverage even like when you slap the mint right uh people are like why do you slap the mint i'm like because it releases all those those aromas if you don't slap the mint it's not going to have like the same smell and the smell is i mean probably 50 60 percent of the drink yeah people don't understand the physiology of it right yeah Exactly. So, so you're doing TikTok, you're getting mostly good, which I believe you're killing it. If you had to start again, what, what would you change in terms of how you've approached it? What have you learned in terms of both, you know, cocktails, how to present cocktails, how to film, you know, like what would you start if you had to start over and what would you be like, oh, I wish I had done this at the very beginning? Probably, um, not too much. Honestly, I, I'm pretty happy with all our videos. The first video was, was kind of a flop in my opinion but all the other videos like i've always said like nothing's super planned the only thing planned is the recipe anything that comes out of my mouth is just uh spare the moment my wife laughs or rolls her eyes at half the stuff and (laughs) pretty much i didn't i never thought i would get um certain views on like certain videos so i just need to make sure like everything is like perfect so actual bartenders and people if they happen to come upon my tiktok they don't they're not like shaking their heads at a drink i make right so i care more about like the respect of people who are actually doing this in for their profession than like people who are just commenting to hate like i don't some people are like oh i have a bar and i would i would fire you if you made this old fashioned in my bar i'm like i'm thinking and i'm looking at my wife i'm like his bar must suck because <laughs> the old fashioned the old fashioned i make was great yeah, yeah people yeah. people are tripping yeah people are tripping on the lemon appeal and i'm like it's a preference people it don't is. understand that yeah. like an old fat like an old fashioned i use demerara syrup because i i like i got that from the cocktail codex and you don't have to use a sugar cube traditionally yes a sugar cube is used simple syrup cuts that work out so you don't does, have to muddle yeah. you know you don't have to yeah and it's it a way easier using it. simple it syrup distributes or, it right and it it gets it yeah. all around it's not like you hit the bottom of the glass and you're like well this is a totally different drink than i had two seconds ago exactly if you want to use a sugar cube great there's nothing wrong with that that's great i don't want to use a sugar cube i'm going to use the normal way because we we've come up more advanced in the 
cocktail industry where we have all these syrups so i'm going to do that and people people hate it on like this is not an old-fashioned there's a lemon peel in it i'm like that's a preference you can put any peel you want in an old-fashioned so people don't really understand that like the original fashion is just a template to make other old fashions you can make any old fashioned you want like if i made a gin old-fashioned people would be like holy that's not an old-fashioned it doesn't have whiskey i'm like it's a gin old-fashioned it's completely different so there people don't know about like um like death and company called the mr potato hut Mr. Potato Head technique where you can take all these things off Mr. Potato Head, put them on or whatever, but it's still Mr. Potato Head. It's just a template. Yeah, yeah. So, like a fizz or a julep or there's the mother, you know, in, in restaurant and yeah. chef speak, it'd be your mother sauces. They're mother cocktails, right? Exactly. So that's why everything started with like five cocktails and everything stemmed off those cocktails. People don't really know like, like a sour, for example. Like one person was like, I'm glad you used, which is great. There's a positive comment. I'm glad egg whites in your sour because sours are supposed to have egg whites. They're not supposed to have egg whites. It's something that came along a little later than the original sour and egg whites are delicious, but you don't have to use egg white for sour. But people don't really, they don't know the history and the the history is really important in cocktails because it shows you, you know, why certain things are done and why certain things aren't done. And it's like like an egg white is a perfect example, right? It's it's increasing the viscosity of of the alcohol. So when it hits your tongue, right, it has a different feel and it lingers and you have that taste longer like there's a purpose in it right right exactly and i've i've always said if i if i had the money and the means to open up like a bar here in woodbury because people do have money around here even though it's half of it's hillbilly but half of it's like (laughs) people people who have money if i had the the means to open up a bar like an egg white drink would blow people's mind around here yeah egg white an egg in a drink oh disgusting i gotta try that but i'm like it's not disgusting at all and it's has no egg flavor whatsoever it just brings a certain texture to the drink and like everything you just said you know yeah 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 would you say you're gonna keep going would you say that you guys are kind of spent would you would you like to like say ah you know what i'm done i've done it it's awesome i'm leaving at the top of my game So we enjoy doing this. So we're going to keep going for sure. And it's, I'm making, I'm going to make cocktails, you know, on the weekends, regardless of TikTok or not, because I love cocktails and, and everything about them. And I, we can't go to any bars right now anyways, because of the <laughs> yeah. COVID-19, right? So I, I have to do this at home. So fortunately I have my, my own little bar, but uh, we enjoy them. We don't, we really only do two a week. We don't go crazy. Some people I feel like oversaturate themselves in posts, you know, a video every day or two videos every day and like i don't know no one's really going to care about them you know down the road but if you if you take the time and you do really quality drinks or videos people are going to stay around and, and want to watch your stuff and learn right a lot of tiktoker like bartenders they're like complete crap but the the recipes stink they're like 70s 80s like drinks uh another bartender made like a cocktail um uh, like a some margarita with um just crazy like skittle stuff in it cotton candy i'm like this is disgusting but they just do it for the views right and no one's really gonna care like everyone's gonna they're gonna watch your video and forget about you because they know this this channel is just you know i hate gimmicky stuff nothing like we're gonna do on thirsty whale tiktok is gonna be gimmicky unless it's actually for a purpose right so i hate gimmicky stuff yeah but if you show a little more chest if you show a little more chest maybe you'll get some more views (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) 
they're trying and they'll they'll chase that high right oh i got a million views and i'm gonna keep doing this gimmick stuff but like that million views is it's hard to get again even like our my tie our my tie got at 700 views my other videos don't have that right the old-fashioned has it but the other videos get like 20 30 some of them get you know over 100 but that's still pretty good and um we're teaching people and showing people how to do it at home and people can't go out right now and go to cocktail bars so they a lot of people are getting into it right um these drinks and recipes it's the same exact way a really proper cocktail bar would make some so we're gonna keep going and we enjoy it my wife has to be patient with me because i get a little frustrated sometimes with the pictures <laughs> and, and and whatnot so 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 in closing what is like we've talked about it what's your message for people who watch you and enjoy it and and what like what would you tell them if you could speak to them directly not making a cocktail like but but explain like what you're trying to accomplish so if someone really loves cocktails or you know they've been to bars and they really enjoyed what they had and they were kind of amazed even by something like an egg white that blows people's mind puts an egg in a drink um, even a whole egg like flip cocktail people have never had that you know and whatever the case is you know a daiquiri anything this this channel is more so for those people who want to learn how to make that stuff at home the same exact way as a some of the best bars in the world would make it right dante in new york city uh got voted the best bar in the world and i make the same exact negroni as they do right so you can make the best negroni in the world at home and it's basically to this tiktok video is to counter other people a lot of those a lot of those drinks are like they're they're disgusting drinks like this isn't a this isn't the tiktok channel to get wasted it's a tiktok channel to really appreciate the liquor that goes into drinks and to make the same stuff they would make at bars so we just want to do the best drinks we can do to show other people a lot of people comment and say what's the best you know staples to get and i want to do my own home bar so it's cool that we've inspired people to do their own bars and make their own drinks people tag me and it's cool that anyone even really gives a crap right yeah man. so yeah. we're happy we're happy with what we're doing and it's all about the love for cocktails we're not doing anything gimmick we're just staying true to the roots and um doing what all the other bars that i love are doing you know it's not like i'm an expert or or someone that's worked in a bar so any anyone can do what we're doing and people are like make something with with stuff i can actually get i'm like i live in the middle of nowhere in the woods the boondocks i'm like i have all this stuff i'm like you guys can definitely get it too you know so if we can do it and anyone can do it so we're just trying to show people the proper way to do cocktails and to pretty much crush the gimmicky stuff and to show people the real way and the real recipes and a tiny bit of history you know well yeah no i love it i love your tiktok when we post it we'll make sure we link it and we'll post it in the article and we'll link it i really really want to thank you for uh taking your time to do this and record this with me man yeah we appreciate you guys even even caring about us right mm. i never thought i would uh ever be on a podcast of any sorts about cocktails so it's cool and we appreciate the support and uh we're glad you uh you like what we're doing thanks music provided by kevin pace thank you for listening